morning. Welcome to the Morning Motivation. Thanks for being here. A little time out from the, the series, if you will, this week yesterday with Megan Rapino. So I'm going to get back to it here. Uh, we're talking about abortion on Monday and brought up slavery. And I want to talk about slavery here. I think this is important to take a minute to talk about because people use this to undermine the Bible. People will say, oh, the Bible's clearly only a thing that maybe was relevant for a certain, certain people at a certain time, a long time ago. Because here it is, there's stuff about slavery, and we now know that slavery is bad. So therefore, the Bible is old and irrelevant at best, if not evil and wicked for condoning uh, slavery. Now, so we have to have an answer to that. Now, that person would say, we know slavery is bad. Well, how do you know slavery is bad? How do you know it's bad and wrong? Well, it's because we... we know that each person is endowed with a soul and rights from God and made in the image of God. These are all biblical truths. No other culture in the world came up with abolition, came out of a Judeo-Christian culture, specifically out of England. So far from we knowing that slavery is bad and concluding that the Bible is irrelevant, the fact that we think slavery is bad is proof of biblical truths and, and that they're more relevant than ever. Colossians 3.21 says, Slaves, obey in everything those who are your earthly masters, not by way of eye service as people pleasers, but with sincerity of heart, fearing the Lord. Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ for the wrongdoer will be paid back for the wrong he has done. And there's no partiality masters treat your slaves justly and fairly knowing that you also have a master in heaven. So God's laying out here, Paul laying out here ways for slaves and masters to act. Why didn't Paul just say, no more slavery. Knock it off with the slavery thing. Maybe that's frustrating to us. But Paul kind of did say no more slavery. If slavery is defined as something like the treatment of another person as property and this massive chasm of class difference, then the Bible eliminates both of those. Here's Galatians 3.27. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is no male or female for you are all one in Christ Jesus. So any class distinction that existed between anything, Jew, Greek, man, woman, slave or free, all of those class distinctions are gone. You are both Christians now and nothing more than that. You can't be more than that. Slave, master, both Christians completely level. Ephesians 4, 25. Having put away falsehood, let each one of you speak the truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. So that's the second thing. Your slave's not your property. He or she's part of your body. The slave is your if a fellow Christian, is your arm or your leg or your eye or your ear. We're all members of one another, of the same mission and same purpose. Not an earthly one, by the way, but an eternal mission. So you, you can look at the Bible and say, oh, slavery exists. It's like, 
Yeah, but not really, not not at all of what it was. Slavery in the Bible, when properly lived out, this relationship, there's no distinction between slave and master at all. We're members of one another. We're both Christians. And there's one more aspect to this that I'll share tomorrow, that the most important one, but let's just sit on this for a minute. How amazing is the Bible? How amazing is God that he redefines for good. He transforms everything. If only we lived as the Bible told us, then everything would be so much better. And Winston Churchill, he wasn't a Christian, but he spoke of civilizational Christianity or a Christian ethic. One of his biographers uh, says, I'm not arguing for a Christian theocracy, but for adherence to the basic doctrines of life, love, and care described in scripture. At the very least, we as a country need to argue for this because if we live by these Christian ethics, everything that's now backwards will be turned right side in again and way better than we have it now, knowing, of course, that the real goal is to save souls. We'll talk about the most important aspect of this role reversal tomorrow. MikeSlater.locals.com. Uh, commercial free. Night before transcript. MikeSlater.locals.com.